It is about an adventure. I want you to see love through the lens of adventure because it has all the elements, right? There's a lot of unknown. We're going into this place that brings us excitement, that brings us joy, that can bring us fear, that brings us doubt, wonder, worry, and ultimately awe and joy and moments of exhilaration. But if we're looking for these things in our life, it's an adventure. I want you to explore. I don't want you to be afraid to explore and sit on the couch and in fear and doubt and anxiety and worry because you've been burned in the past. Aloha, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alive with Purpose. I am your host, Sean Christian, if you don't know. Thank you for being here. I want to say I deeply appreciate you, especially during this month of love, right? How can I not just want to share the love? And that's what actually inspired me to do this particular podcast because I have been talking about love. I've been reading about love. I've been researching love and all of its different facets and and incarnations and because it's something different for each and every one of us. But it is this often elusive thing that we're all looking for. We find it out there in movies. We find it out there in songs. We find it out there in advertising and media. And and we start to learn what sparks this thing for love or what are our expectations for love. So I had to get into this. I was like, let me, let me, let me deep dive into this in a way that I will, you know, disclose my tragedy, tragedy, tragedies. I can't even say it. Tragedies and triumphs through love. And there'll be more things, of course, that I will encounter that I love that may disappoint me. You know, we're not just always talking about relationships, but you know me, I'm talking about passion and purpose all of the time. So you can equate this also to relationships or the things that you love in your life. Where are those things? We often go, where is love? What's love got to do with it? <laughs> what? Um, I'm heartbreak broken in love. I love hurts. You know, we hear this all the time, these songs. And, you know, we find songs that resonate to our version of love. And if we're looking for it, we're searching for it. I want to kind of couch this in the frame from which I see life. And many of you know, it is about an adventure. I want you to see love through the lens of adventure. Because it has all the elements, right? There's a lot of unknown. We're going into this place that brings us excitement, that brings us joy, that can bring us fear, that brings us doubt, wonder, worry, and ultimately awe and joy and moments of exhilaration. But if we're looking for these things in our life, it's an adventure. I want you to explore. I don't want you to be afraid to explore and sit on the couch and in fear and doubt and anxiety and worry because you've been burned in the past or you have seen relationships in your life, whether it be your caregivers or parents, that wasn't the healthiest perhaps. And you just go, oh my gosh, no, I don't want that kind of life. That's what love is. I don't want it. I'm out. I'd rather sit on the sidelines. But I want to encourage you to get off the sidelines and start to experience the adventure of love. And I want you to be a little bit scared. I do. It's human nature that we do get scared. That's how we grow, right? If we're just living in the comfort zone, we've talked about living in the comfort zone. There's no growth. 
There's no change. Nothing's happening. We're safe, right? But a lot of times we're just safe. But there is nothing evolutionary about the love and the things we want to create in our life. And I want to encourage you. I want just This is the jumping off point right here. We don't have to jump yet, right? Let's just get our backpack and let's take an adventure in love. And finding love, exploring love in all of its beautiful facets. And where do we start? Right? Because we're out there. We're on the adventure. We're looking. We need to understand where we're going. We're plugging in love. We're looking for it. Right? Let's put that in our Google search or whatever you want. We're going to find and experience love. So where does that start? It starts with us. We have to have a clear understanding of what is this beautiful thing that we're looking for called love? What does it mean to you to love? Gotta ask yourself that question, right? Not not what you see in the movies or not what you saw in the best rom-com or not what you saw or heard in a song. Those can be aspirational or scary, (laughs) depending on what kind of movies you're watching. But what does it mean to you to be in love? What is that adventure? And quite often, all the adventures, and I can share some with me, they typically start off on something that's exciting. We're excited about it. There's this thing called chemistry, and people have it. And I've had it. You hear it all the time in entertainment, or you're watching a movie, and and producers or studios will be like, oh, they got great chemistry. Let's write this story. Let's do the trilogy. right? Let's keep writing this story. This is amazing. They got amazing chemistry, but what happens to the sequel? Just go, why? Because you're basing the next chapter, the story, equate this to your life, or the movie that you might have mapped in your head, to the chemistry that you've had. Not the compatibility, not the connection yet, but on this chemistry. Where does that come from? And I can tell you in my work experience, and a lot of people, even in relationships that I've had, of course, It starts with this chemistry. We all have that crazy, fun, loving exhilaration that's exciting. It's a little scary. It feels good on where we're going to go on this journey, right? Like you could go on date one or have this amazing experience or date two or whatever. And like, oh, this is it. This is the one. This is, we got amazing chemistry. Everything's working. I love it. You know, and I I want to go, I want you to go, hold on. Because we got dopamine rush. It's something new. Right? When we experience something new, we have dopamine, oxytocin, which is that love connection that we get. You know, we get it from babies and when we're attached to our mothers, it's that beautiful love connection. We have endorphins kicking off. We talked about this. So just so you're aware, the body chemistry might be tricking you in thinking that you're in love because you're like, this is it. This is the one. This I'm feeling it all. I want to encourage you to go, wait a minute. I appreciate this moment. Appreciate it. By the way, don't dismiss it. I want you to appreciate the feelings that you're feeling. I just don't want you to be like crazy in love and you think this is the one that's going to be forever right yet. This love is earned. Like real love. Chemistry, we can create it anywhere. I can create it wherever I can go out today and create a sort of chemistry in a conversation, a line at a grocery store or wherever I'm at. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, that. that's fine. That's a That's a... That's a kind of like, oh, wow, you're learning something new about a human being. Cool. It doesn't mean you're in love with the person you met at the grocery store or wherever it might be, right? 
It just means that, wow, you're really enjoying this moment. So now, what am I enjoying about? What is it about? This is where we start to ask ourselves first so we don't get carried away in writing the sequel about, oh my God, he's going to be the perfect father. Or she's going to be the perfect wife or mother. And we're going to live happily ever after. Oh my God, they, they're just, I can just see the house and the hill or in the mountaintop or the beach or wherever. You know, you're writing the story. You haven't even spent, you know, three dates with him perhaps, right? Or you may be in a relationship currently and you're trying to find that chemistry again. I want you to kind of, if you're looking at it through that lens too, you know, you're like, oh my God, I want it to be like it was when we were first together. That chemistry, that feeling, that vibe. You can create it. It's a big word. You hear me talk. I'll talk about it all the time because it is something you create. Love isn't something you just find and fall in your lap. You have to create it. You have to do something. You have to put your, your heart, your real soul out into the world. I'll talk about that too by an example that I learned. But it starts with really understanding what is attracting you. What are you attracted to? Is it something physical? The way they look, the way the shape of their body, the way they dress, the way they their style, right? That's one of the things that typically, because you don't know the person yet, so you're attracted to a certain style, a certain type, which is cool. It's great, right? You're opening, you're like, that might be your thing. It's a physical attraction. Kind of starts in that way anyway, right? We have to see them. But I want you to understand what you are attracted, what's motivating you to create this, what will ultimately be some form of connection, whether it goes on between one day, three dates, three months, three years, a lifetime, right? That that has yet to be determined. Let's not write the trilogy or the sequel yet because we end up getting there and we have our expectations of them being the one and then they disappoint us. We're like, what happened? I thought this was the one and we're crushed and we can't move forward. We get stuck, but we haven't had clarity about what is attracting us. So physical is one element. Perhaps you're attracted to the material part of them, their status, their power, their wealth, their job. Think about that. Again, don't discount these. I just want you to understand what is attracting you so you can understand your attraction style. And that may be part of it too. You go, oh, the physical, yep. I love what they do. And then you might write the story like, oh yeah, they could have oh, three kids. Oh, great house. They can get me. To, I don't even have to do my job. He's so successful or she's so successful. Don't write the story yet. Hold on. We're not, that's how we're not getting crazy in love yet. It have, it's a feeling. I just, again, I don't want you to discount it. I don't want you to be afraid of it. I just want you to understand what ignites you. So when if things don't work out and you're heartbroken or in you're in a, a 10-year marriage or 17, 20, 50-year marriage, whatever it is, if you're going to 50, you figured it out and I would love to talk to you. You could probably teach me a few things. Um, but, you know, don't write that whole story yet. We're going to get there. We're creating a meaningful, sustainable, long-lasting relationship. Again, have I perfected it? Clearly not in my life, but I'm learning and I want to share these things with you because I've been stuck in that first phase, that physical. And who's been there, right? It's just a physical attraction. And you're thinking, oh my God, this is love. I, I remember dating this girl decades ago going, oh my God, this must be love. It must be, it's everything, right? In retrospect, I'm like, I was carried away with endorphins. 
It was absolutely nothing but physical. Nothing. I didn't go be like, go beyond that. I thought, but I everything I thought was there. And, and you start being the person you think they want and the whole thing. We start losing ourselves in this creation of the love that we want. That we want to create. So perhaps you go a little deeper. Now you're attracted maybe to their mental prowess. The way they think. Their ideas, the way they express themselves, their thoughts. Cool. You're good. You know, now you're starting to understand someone a little more. You're going beyond the physical. It's not just maybe the material. Now you're going into the mental space, but you can still have that chemistry because you're like, oh, I love the way they think. You may be like, oh, I love that they're logical. I love that they're secure. I love that they love stability. Or you may go, no, I love the free thinker, the wild child or a wild person. I love it. I love they're out there. You know, and they're just free of ideas and free flow and visions and, and creative. And you may be like, that's not what I'm attracted to. And that might be something you need to address. So you understand how you connect on a mental level, right? Physical, cool. Uh, material, all right, cool. Mental, excellent. Now we're trying to start to understand someone on a deeper, more emotional level. And these are things I've learned <laughs> along my life. And for my mentors, then I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, with some of my guides and teachers, I was like, let me go back and start to go back on some of the most painful relationships you've had. What were you attracted to? What attracted you to them? And you may be in a relationship and you're wondering what happened? Okay, what attracted me initially? And how did that evolve? And how is it currently evolving? And why is it stopped? That might be the case too. It might have stopped. It might go, oof, it's not going anywhere. This relationship's stuck. So you can start to examine about for yourself, well, what do I want in love? What what's attracts me about this love? Because we're going to define it. You're in the process of defining what love means to you so you don't just get stuck in, oh, I want um, tall, dark, and handsome. And you're like, wow, uh, that's not working anymore because he didn't have a job, <laughs> right? So you go, what happened? You can already go, ah, I understand. You're not painting the full picture yet, but you start to understand. And then you get into the emotional. That's where you get to talk about someone's feelings. How do they make you feel? Are they in alignment with your feelings? Think about those things. How do they elevate your feelings? Or are they draining your feelings. Now you aren't starting to understand them on an emotional level. Do you see if you spend less time in, say, for example, the physical or even the status part of it or the, the materialistic part, you can save yourself a lot of time, right? You could absolutely save yourself a lot of time in trying to find your soulmate or this person you're looking for or be stuck in a layer of a relationship. Because maybe it is just stuck in the physical. Maybe it's stuck in like, I just love his power, his status, or her. And she's just rocking it. And she's just like, you know, she runs her own company. And you may be stuck there. And you go, hey, but what am I missing? Oh, I'm stuck to the money. I love the status. I love the power. But do, is that sustainable for you? But to have real connection, I would argue, probably not. There's probably something missing. To have a deeper connection, we need to grasp and deep dig into the mental. We need to now dig into the emotional. We're starting to understand how they make you feel. 
This is the, the big tip off. You're like, how come I'm not feeling the things I wanted to feel? And I'm five years into this relationship or three months or five days. What's happening? Oh, you're starting to get to learn more about the human being. So you're starting to understand now an emotional level, just going deeper. And now you're taking it to a spiritual level, which is even deeper yet. And I'm not talking about religion. I'm literally talking about their goals, what their values are, what's their vision for the future. And why are they making the choices that they make? Not in a judgment, but a curiosity. We've got to be curious about love. This is an adventure, right? This is the adventure in love. Let's create an adventure in love. We're on it. We're already in it, right? We've already, we're going layers deep now into this relationship. And now we're understanding their vision, their values, their layer. Can they be trustworthy? Consistently trustworthy. Think about that. Because we we like, oh my God, you're so trustworthy. He showed up on time or she showed up on time. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay, is this consistent? Let's not write the, let's not write the story. Can you trust him? Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna go to work and now he's gonna take care of the baby, is he that trustworthy? You know, these are things you get to explore on your adventure with this person. So look how deep we're getting in starting to understand and define love. Because if we're trying to look for love and have it just show up, it's not happening. Not the one that you want. There'll be ups and downs and roadblocks and a lot of heartbreak and a lot of heartache along the way if you don't get clear on what you love. Define it for yourself first. And treat yourself with the love that you want first. I know it sounds selfish, but it's the most selfless thing you can do because you can't give your full love to somebody if you don't love yourself fully. Some some might argue that, no, I'll just be altruistic and give it all away, give it all away, give it all away. But if you're not fully loving that part of you, they're only getting 60, 90% of you. You can love so much more. This is why I'm talking about unleashing, in the courses, unleashing your unique potential. You have to understand that about yourself. And once you do, and you give that love that you're clear about, that you have deep understanding about, that you know what it's about, and you're healing from love. I haven't really mentioned that yet, but because we're like, well, I know I keep getting stuck, right? We get stuck. Oh, maybe there's something that hasn't healed. Maybe, as we'll talk about trust. We talked about trust. I don't trust him. You you don't even know the person yet. I'd gone through this in in my life with certain relationships. The person did not know me, but no trust whatsoever. And had never given any reason not to trust. But this was something that she was going through. Going, ah. So we had beautiful conversations around this in the earning of one's trust, but healing from the pain of the past. Or someone goes, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to trust that person. I've been burned way too many times. I'm not having it. And we get this, this dark facade on. Yeah, that's, and this is something I want to explain. We put this facade on based on past. If we're not healing from love, we're carrying those scars into the next relationship, which if we have an open mind, we will heal along the process, but it is a harder road. If you're not healing those wounds from love, it is a harder road. 
I can tell you firsthand, I didn't heal from love and the, and the damages in my relationships. So the successive relationships were that much harder and that much more disappointing that just took me in a spiral. I want you to avoid that spiral. So you start to understand, okay, this is, this is the thing that I'm not dealing with. So I say, deal with the emotions, deal with the pain, deal with the struggles, invite fear, invite doubt into your heart, into your life. So you go, what are you about fear? Come, let's sit down. I want to know you. I want to understand you. So if it's a fear to love or a fear to go deeper in your current relationship, why is that? Why wouldn't you be willing to be more vulnerable? Most people, I don't want to get hurt. The more I put my heart on the line, the more susceptible I am to being knocked down and hurt and heartbroken. So I'm not going to do it. And if we put that facade on, if we don't have clarity of what love means to us, we're not going to get the full experience out of it. So let me just be clear about this. First of all, Mr. Perfect, Mrs. Perfect is not out there. I'm not, me, I'm not a pessimist. You know me already, right? They're not out there. You're not going to find the perfect one. You're not going to find the one. But what you do get to do, if you're on an adventure in love, you're going to get to grow with someone in love. And you get to build it because you get to build the love and the joy, the passion and the purpose you have for you. And that person's going to get to enjoy and nourish and love the passion and purpose that they have for them. And now you get to do that for each other. So you're creating a whole other dynamic without taking away from the beautiful qualities, the pain, the heartbreak, all these wonderful scars that we all have. And you get to grow together. That is another amazing adventure. But it starts with us first. So you are not dragging someone down into the abyss and they're trying to heal you and fix you because we do find people who meet those needs, right? If it's an unhealed past, we'll find people who will fix that, patch that up. And it's not a real deep, meaningful connection. They're just there to help me heal. I don't know if you've heard this, but you know, people in our lives come and go for a reason, for a season or a lifetime. Think about the people in your life. Have they been in your life for a reason? They have. If you think about it, if you take the lesson learned or a season, maybe you've dated someone for a long time or been married for a while. It's been an extraordinary season. Doesn't mean your, your marriage life is over or a future is over. It just means you had a season with somebody and they're there to help you grow and they got to grow too. And now you can connect and have more experiences that perhaps will last you a lifetime or a reason or a season, but think about those people in your life because there is purpose in each and every one of those relationships. If you view it from that lens, instead of the victim lens, you'll, I've talked about that. We do not want to be in victim mode. We want to be in creative mode, adventurous spirit. If you're stuck in victim mindset, meaning these past experiences, these past circumstances, the, uh, the encounters that you've currently had in love that are just crushing you. You're in a victim mindset. And you're saying to yourself, I can't get beyond that situation. That mindset, that belief should stop right here, right now and go, wait, I'm not the victim of my life. 
I am the creator of my life, and I am going to slowly and surely create the vision of my future. You have that power, but you must believe you are. First of all, you are the author. You're the creator. I'll repeat this every time you hear us talk. Just so you're aware, if you're stuck in that obstacle where something is holding you back from experiencing the love or the goal or the job or the relationship that you want, something perhaps needs to be healed. And you can only heal it by believing you can create. Everyone on the planet is creative. Whether we use it or not is up to us as a choice. You have the power of choice. That is your superpower. 100% you have the power to choose right now whether you want to create love or you want to be a victim of love. What are you going to choose? Start with that belief that you are the creator of the love that you want. And then we start with being clear about what that love is for you. Not what you saw in a movie, not what you heard on a song, not what social media is telling you, not what the media is telling you, not what um, the news is telling you, not what advertising is telling you. What kind of love do you want to create? You are the canvas. You get to, I get crazy excited about it because, you know, if we, if we're starting with all of these wounds and we have them and we even have creative scars, which make us believe we're not even creative, but you are, you have an imagination that no one will take away from you. Nobody, nobody can take away your imagination and your ability to create even a new thought of what the possible relationship could be, right? You are the creator of your thoughts. You may be in a vicious cycle of something that's holding you down, but if you don't flip the script and go, wait, I need a new thought. Let me imagine it. Let me create it and let me innovate it, meaning it's going to be applicable to your life. That's that process on how it's going to get done. To remind yourself, if you are stuck, wait, I must believe I can create something uniquely yours. You can start there. So just remind yourself that, yes, indeed, you are the creator of the love life that you want. So focus on how, what are your attraction styles and how can you go deeper, quicker, right? doesn't mean like date one, you're going to, you know, just flood them with a bunch of emotional conversation and spiritual conversation. That's earned, by the way, with trust and time, right? Because we're having a deeper, more spiritual, uh, meaningful connection, sacred connection. Then, of course, we are starting to understand what they value. What's important to them? What are their goals? How do they live their life in alignment with those goals, with those values, with their vision? And layers of trust. That's earned over time too. Right? You start right here with zero, not, not zero trust, but I would hope you at least, if you're having a conversation or certainly on a date with somebody or, you know, you're in a relationship where maybe mistrust has happened. How do we recreate trust and build it together? But you have that power. But define it for yourself. Start with you, right? You're not, you're not out there to impress you're out there to connect. This is the thing that, that we've gotten so addicted to. And certainly in the social media era, we're impressed with everybody's life. We're impressed 
with what they wear. We're impressed with the kind of car they drive. We're impressed with their bank account. We're impressed with so many aesthetics. And we don't even know the human being. That's connection. I'm saying start to develop the habit, the practice of deep connection. But if you're not connected to yourself and understanding you and the healing and the love that you want, you're, you, it's impossible to create. You're just wishing on a star. I'm a big dreamer. Don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a visionary kind of person. I've learned to ground myself to do both, to balance that, to grow from having chemistry with somebody, to having that compatibility, which means a deeper understanding, understanding how they think, what's happening in the in their internal world. All right, it takes you out of the aesthetic and starting to really start to understand the human being. Do that in your own relationship. And if it's stale and stagnant, you're like, create something new. What was so exciting about the first time you met that person? It was new. It was exciting. It was fresh. Are you creating new experiences, new memories, new exhilaration? All of those feelings that you had, you're really just trying to recreate, not by living in the past, but by creating your future. Create new experiences. They could be very simple. They could be great trips. They could be a hike in the woods and have that conversation about feelings, emotions, values, visions, not just, you know, looking and judging the aesthetic or the material aspect of it. I'm not discounting these things don't bring us safety and security. Just FYI, it is a balance of all of these things in our lives. So we continue to have chemistry and love. I work really hard. Ari and I both work really hard. It's maintaining chemistry and love and new experiences and new discoveries and new memories. And of course, new animals seems like we're getting one every week. Uh, (laughs) That's one of her loves, which I understand. And I love that about her. But if you're in a relationship, start to create new experiences that bring those elevated feelings, that bring those life-enriching experiences, those self-empowering experiences, those enlightening experiences that take you on another layer, another level. But be willing to go there. And you are creating a life that makes you feel alive in love and loving your life. That is the very byproduct of this. And it isn't always about, you know, finding the next one. We always talk about, oh, is that your better half? Oh, I'm, 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 uh, I'm looking for that one who will complete me. Where do we get all these things from movies, right? Oh, I just want that one to complete me. I'm like, why do you need someone else to complete you? You don't. They can help you evolve and grow. But you are your own whole being. You are creating your own life holistically on all fronts. It's another conversation, but just remind yourself, right? I'm not looking for someone to complete me. I am actually completing myself and I'm going to be able to create this adventurous life with someone else who will help me grow and evolve and be a better human being than I was before. That's love for me. That's one of those things that helped me define love. Did I have it figured out from day one? No. Do you ever figure it out from day one? No. Will we get crushed and get hurt? Yep, but we'll be willing to put our heart on the line and have a deeper understanding of what we value in love. 
Thank you so much for sharing this time with me. I appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate the feedback, stuff that I've been hearing, your engagement online. Um, any of those of you who have reached out either through coaching and the courses, and I thank all of you who have got the courses. I'm excited to hear about your journeys along the way. Keep doing it. Keep connecting. I'm here for you to support you in creating a life that empowers you to feel alive with authentic passion and purpose. All right. Many blessings out there. Look forward to seeing you along this amazing journey called life. Now go out there and create your adventure and laugh. Love.